What's Knowles. going on? Knowles, is that you? It's me, P-Money. It's me. Uh, man, I feel like I haven't spoken to you in over four months. God, I mean, I feel a lot better because of it, but, um, you know, we're back. I know. It was uh, it was a nice break, too. <laughs> we're back. Yeah. And, uh, man, a few months ago, we didn't know if we'd ever talk F1 again, but we're back, we're here, and it's happening. We've got, uh, yeah, it's, I don't think, it's funny because, again, to listen to our preseason episode after testing, and then we're still, we still haven't seen a race yet, you know, just us, us naive, <laughs> us naive little boys who didn't know that there was going to be a pandemic. Yeah. You know what? You know, one interesting stat, though, for the year is that I've actually seen every single minute of F1 in 2020 so far. <laughs> what does that mean? So that streak continues, which means that I was there at every single day of testing, which means that I haven't lost out on any F1 live. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's going to change in about 13 days. Yeah. Uh, Unless you randomly go to Austria. I I don't have any connections there, but yeah, no, that's so it's going to change very, very quickly. My stats are going to go down drastically, but we've had a crazy off season. The silly season actually happened in, what is it, April or May, it seems, this year. But before we get into that, roll our intro. Let's go. Let's hear it. <laughs> Great <laughs> intro. Everyone <laughs> back. Oh, man. Our intro is getting shorter and shorter. <laughs> uh, come on, intro. Should we start singing it? Fuck you, Rosjean. How are you? Oh, whoops, that's not it. <laughs> that's that's something else. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Yeah, we're getting back into it. We we need some testing as well for the season. So that's uh, it's good. Rosjean, how are you? Nope, that's forward. the same one. <laughs> it's not playing. Um. All right. So um. All right. I guess we'll roll the intro in the next one. We'll. Uh, you you are in New York, so you might not have all your uh, no, I'm not your studio. Here we go. Oh, we got it. A question for all of you, except Roman Grosjean. To whom it may concern, fuck you. More ladies in the paddock. Yeah, more 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 paddock access access to uh, to some women. There's too many dudes. I don't really have a lot to comment on that, except that he was being a pussy. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's uh, on on key there, bud. Yeah, uh, a little bit of a delay, but man, uh, happy to hear that again. I had almost forgotten that sweet podium music. Oh, that's sweet, sweet musical nectar. And and with this whole COVID health regulations going on, we're not we're not even sure if we're going to have any podium this year, but we are going to have some races. But you know, you know what's more exciting for me though is, I mean, okay, yeah, I miss watching sports, and I've been watching all these old 
races on YouTube and whatnot, but live sports, man, is it's coming back. It's amazing. And, I, well, I watched uh, a dis- dismal uh, Arsenal on on Wednesday. And, yeah, I saw, uh, I saw that. God, David Luiz, just not to get on a tangent here, but don't sign again for Arsenal if you ever listen to this. Any player that ever plays for PSG should never play. I just did whatever. Anyway, but I'm happy to have sports coming back. It's amazing. Wait, he didn't play at PSG. Wait, I think I'm confusing players. He's the guy with the big uh, curly hair. Yeah, He looks like Sideshow Bob. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, but anyway, uh, let's not talk about Arsenal because that would be a big waste of time. Um, F1, <laughs> F1 is coming back. And you know what it feels like, though? It feels that 2020 is going to be a setup for like an awesome 2021 year because we got huge news in the offseason with my favorite. And I think, I mean, I think it might be your favorite, too, is that Vettel is leaving Ferrari. That was the number one bomb. I mean, that set off a chain of reactions that... Yeah, well, yeah. it's about t- it's about time, realistically, that that happened. Um, yeah, I did. did sorry, sorry, Seb. What do you mean? I mean, I I was surprised. I would think that they were gonna. I wasn't expecting it to come before we even raced this year. But what ended up happening? So let's see if this this order is right. So Vettel announced that he wasn't racing for Ferrari. So he didn't say that he was retiring. He's just saying I'm not going to be a Ferrari driver next year. And then what happened is that almost immediately we got Danny Rick signing for McLaren and confirming the rumor that Carlos Sainz Jr. replaced Vettel at Ferrari. Wait, you're getting no, no, no. You're getting the you're getting the order wrong. I don't think he didn't sign for McLaren until Signs announced that he was going to Ferrari. Oh, did he? Okay, so yeah, so Signs was uh, Signs was the one who signed because I think there was that whole rumor of like, oh, Danny Rick at Ferrari. Which, I mean, as much as we would love to see that, I don't think anyone really believed it. Well, it also just didn't make any sense. All right, so let, let let's take it back. All right, Vettel. First of all, we're not surprised, but I am a little bit of the timing. So. Why? I don't know. I I just thought he might. I thought he might pull a Raikkonen. Uh, I thought he might, you know, do like a one year deal. He was he was offered a deal, but I just I think they were the salary wasn't up to what he was expecting. But uh, I, I honestly, Seb, unfortunately, when we've spoken about this in previous episodes, um, it just doesn't seem like his heart's in the sport anymore. Yeah. Well, really? I don't know. It, yeah, it, when you it's ridiculous. When we're reading through the lines, I mean, the crazy rumor now is that people are talking about him going to Mercedes, which I don't believe for a second. But who knows? I mean, we've seen some crazy shit happen before in F1. So Seb will no longer be a Ferrari driver. Basically, we know now that Leclerc is going to be number one from well, Austria I think forward. That's, that's it. No, I think I think Ferrari had already made that decision. Seb could see it. Um, it, it was done. I mean, I, I don't. I, Seb has made has just not maximized his time at Ferrari, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I'm just surprised because I I remember Mattia Binotto saying in testing, it's like, oh, it's only a matter of time before he signed. And I think I think it came down to the details of the contract. And and honestly, Vettel maybe thinking he's you know has a higher value. 
than he does, which, you know, he's definitely gone down over the years. <sighs> Dude, I, I mean, I, I just, I can't, I, it was the right time for this. I think Ferrari, actually, this is one of the smarter moves Ferrari's made. You know, I think they, they played the card right. They got, they've got a great, I mean, they're going to have a great team in signs and, in Leclerc. Like with Charles and, and Carlos, it's going to be, that's going to be a battle, but it's going to be exciting. Yeah, I'm I'm super pumped for that lineup. I'm not sure if I'm what I'm more excited about, the Ferrari lineup or the McLaren lineup, which is going to be equally as awesome, I think, with Lando and Danny Rick. I mean, the two of them are just absolute characters, so that's going to be that's going to be great for for just pure entertainment value before and after the races. In in all of this though, I think we should have a minute of silence for Renault. Wow. I'm not going to give them a minute, maybe like two seconds. (laughs) I don't think, I don't think any team has gotten fucked over this badly in a long time. Um, I I mean, they, what's interesting about what's happening now is, I mean, every team is kind of, uh, not every team, but a lot of the teams, even McLaren, I mean, we'll get to Williams, um, the financial holes that these teams are in is pretty, pretty overwhelming. And I don't know. I mean, Renault, I don't, who, who takes that seat? Yeah. That's the biggest question. I think we have one, I think we have one more seat to fill and huge speculation on that side. I have a few scenarios that I like to talk about, but, all right, uh, let's hear him. Let's hear him. Ah, man. First of all, I just want to, before we get into Renault, I just want to, I think it's a little unfair that people are already uh, pinning Carlos Sainz as a number two driver because I don't believe that's going to be the case. I think Carlos Sainz is going to come out rocking it from the start. I, I, I have to agree with that. I don't, let's, I mean, Charles has won his races now with Ferrari, but I don't put Carlos Sainz in a Ferrari and you're going to see some, you're going to see some fucking driving. I mean, he, I think he overperformed in the McLaren last season. I mean, and then finished, I mean, with his finish in Brazil, uh, P3, we, we saw the emergence of, of what he can actually do in, in a competitive car. And then you put him in a Ferrari, you know, we'll see if Ferrari actually gets their shit together, but, uh, um, yeah, that's the other question. Yeah. yeah. Man, we'll see. We've heard, we're... we've heard a lot of things over the break that Ferrari is actually going like tumbling down the order. And that they might not even be the third fastest team, but who cares though? 2020 seems like almost like a, you know, it's going to be an asterisk year. Uh, we have about eight races confirmed so far. And I don't know, maybe it's because it hasn't started yet, but I just don't, I just don't believe it's, it's actually a real championship season. That's the other thing. I mean, looking, you know, looking beyond the silly season and just looking at this season, the, this season's just going to be, I mean, it's, it's going to be a shit show. Um, I mean, even Danny Rick said like, you know, in the coming weeks, in the coming races, uh, everybody's ego is going to get in the way because everybody's going to want to compete for, at the, you know, they're just going to be sending it the whole time. Cause it's a shortened season. Everybody's ready to go. But, um, I mean, next season, if we get a full season, if, you know, the pandemic is over, which it won't be, but like, you know, not where it was a few months ago. Next season is going to be absolutely ridiculous. You mean 2021 or 2020? 2021. I, I, I'm 
I mean, we're in the present now. Like when I say next season, that's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. For me, 2020 also seems so far away, but it's so close. It's weird. It's not like when we did that, that Melbourne pre Melbourne episode, I was so excited. Now I've, I feel like it's not even true, but, um, yeah. Uh, Danny Rick. Let's, let's talk about Danny Rick's choice for a second here. How, I mean, how, okay. Cause I have a few different scenarios for who gets that reno seat. I want to hear, you've obviously heard about the biggest rumor, which I think you're not a huge fan of is Alonzo coming back. What do we think of that? Fuck that. <laughs> That's plain and simple. <laughs> nah, get him out. Like he doesn't need to be back in the sport. Does it doesn't do anything for the progression of the sport? Um, you know, it would be a very, in my opinion, it doesn't. Um, it would be a. It's like MJ coming back and like, maybe it's a little bit too much giving. T- Fernando a little too much credit, but it's yeah, like, did you just compare Alonzo nah, to MJ? Right, no, like, right. I mean, if you're comparing NBA players, what will Alonzo be? He'd be, uh, maybe he'd be a Hakeem Olajuwon. Yeah. Yeah. Two maybe titles. two titles. Two t- <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. Two um, lucky titles too. Cause MJ wasn't there. Ooh, that's actually a really ooh, good comparison. Wow. Okay. That's actually, but Hakeem Olajuwon, like also incredible basketball player yeah just like fernando and also doesn't have i don't think has the uh the the ego that that fernando has but um that being said (laughs) no i just think it 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 i wasn't happy when kimmy took the seat at at alpha um i thought that was a bit ridiculous you know that seat belongs to a, a young driver who's put his work in um and i think in this case renault should be looking at the future and realistically Fernando Alonso, the only thing that he's going to be able to do for them is develop that car further. And it's not even going to matter because there's regulation changes coming in, in 2022 now. Which is another thing that's happened. Yeah. But isn't, isn't that what Renault would need though at this point? Someone like Renault could give Alonso the seat and kind of use him to develop the car. Cause as good as Ocon is, I mean, he's still quite young. So wouldn't that be, you know, a great move on their part to get Alonso in and develop the car? And then in a couple of years when it's ready to win or compete, well, he'll probably have to retire by then, you know, so you'd really maximize that. I mean, if Renault experience. did that, I think it'd be a bad, I think it'd be a, a move a la Ferrari, to be honest. That'd be a Ferrari move. Yeah, they've done it. They've done it. You know, they've done this already, though. They've called back Alonso. So... I don't know. Um, but I was speaking to uh, Ian, our boy Ian here in Paris, and he came up with another theory, which I think is maybe my favorite, but it's also cold as fuck. <laughs> I love it when Ian comes up with cold predictions. You ready for this? Yeah. All right. So, okay. As we said, Renault probably is the weakest link in F1 right now, just because of how badly they got fucked over by Danny Rick, right? Uh, no matter how you spin it, he's like, oh, it was a great two years. He barely even, he did one year and he's going to do half a year with them now. And he's saying like, yeah, let's finish the job. But he wants out of there as fast as possible. Not a good move for their image. What what we were talking about the other day with Ian was what if Renault tried to even the score with Danny Rick and actually cuts him during this season to put in their replacement? either putting in a junior driver or just calling Alonso back and saying, okay, Alonso, you get a 
a kind of hybrid, like half a year or shortened season to prep. And then we give you another like two year deal later. Yeah. You know what? As, as fun as that might sound, I don't think Renault's that stupid. Why would you do that? That makes no sense. I just think that and Danny, in, Danny Rick, Danny Rick is never like that. No, no, I don't see that happening. I'm not saying I don't, I don't believe it because I think contracts are there, but I would say that might, on, that might be the only way that Renault could, you know, give it back to Danny. I mean, if they're that petty, but I mean, surreal. What? <laughs> yeah. Are, are you, are you questioning <laughs> that? I mean, <laughs> You think I mean Surreal's definitely a petty person, but um, it, you know the way I still remember that look that he gave Christian Horner uh, after he after after Dr three signed with with Renault, and just that smug French look on his face. I just wanted to, yeah. Anyway, I could I mean maybe, but realistically, given how f- fucked up this year's already been, um, I think I don't think anybody wants that kind of headache. I think you've got a you've got a quality driver in 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 and Danny Rick, um, who can be competitive. And, you know, I think he gives them the best shot of finishing somewhere in, in, in the, you know, somewhere in the top, top half of the best of the rest. Realistically, <laughs> the top half of the best of the rest. Yeah. Yeah. That's how ambitious <laughs> Reno is. Yeah. <laughs> we want to, yeah. we want to finish kind of near the points. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So, so you don't buy you don't buy that theory. When I mean, when we no, talked about that, I was kind of floored. It might have been after a few drinks too. So, uh, oh, that might have that's probably why might have added to that. But I think for me, I mean, obviously the biggest the biggest like moment of what the fuck was the whole Vettel thing. But now I've, it's got me thinking. Like I I feel like Vettel wants to race still. Um, I mean, so it, it'd be interesting. I don't think I I don't think he goes to Renault though. All right, so 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 we we cover okay. So science is going to Ferrari. That's gonna be that's a great move for him. He's gonna you know take that like humble approach. I think just like Leclerc did when he entered, and then as soon as he can compete, he's not gonna just like stand back as number two. Danny Rick is going into Lando's house at McLaren, but that's gonna be a lot of fun. I think those two are gonna get along really well, but they're also gonna push each other, which is great for the team, and they're getting that Merck engine. Yeah, I think. Um... I think McLaren's probably in the best position. Uh, McLaren and Ferrari, I, I, in terms of who wins out of this this early silly season, personally, I think it's McLaren. Um, I think that's the, the 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 strongest lineup that they could have right now. Um, you know, I think Ferrari's in a good position, but because of the dilemma between wh- who's number one, you know, everybody thinks Charles is is a guaranteed number one. But to your point earlier, I don't agree with that. I think. I think there's going to be a battle for that position. Um, Carlos is going to come flying out of the gates in that in 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 the Ferrari. Like I don't, he's not going to sit back. Um, he's gonna he's gonna to want to prove himself pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, man, I, I I'm excited for McLaren. Um, yeah, me too. I'm really excited. However, there's some rumblings that um, they're looking for new owners. I saw I saw they're they're trying to sell a stake of the team. Yeah, they are. So they're trying to they're trying to raise some 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 capital um because they're they're kind of on the financial ropes. 
Yeah, not not a bad not a bad call. Also, a lot of teams are going to have to cut uh, a lot of staff, and McLaren was the first to kind of pull the plug a few months earlier than the others. But all the others are going to have to let go of a certain amount of um, of staff because the new, of the new regulations. So yeah. um, it's going to be interesting to see. Williams is in a weird spot now. I think it's like they're hitting rock bottom. I feel literally. I mean, they lost yeah. their their main title sponsor. Um, I mean, they're they're pretty much up for sale. I think. I still think. I mean, I don't know the back end of it. I don't know what the the financials look like, obviously. But you know, <clears throat> the first thing I do is get the get the, get Claire Williams out of there. Um, <laughs> yeah, but she wants to stay, though. That's the I thing. Know, they they want to sell. Like she's part of the deal. I, I'm sorry, but like she's done, I think as well as she could with the resources she's had. But this is a situation where there's got to be new management coming in. Yeah, I think that Williams also is the whole is a, is also a question of can a private team survive given the way F1's gone the last years, and it seems like the answer is no. Clearly, well, so Ross Braun actually had some some really good comments on on the uh, financials Ross. of f1 um and i'll read this back he's like the reality is that f1 is pretty brutal and you're measured every two weeks on the track or every week as as will be the case in the next few months there's no hiding place quite honestly if you finish la- finish last as williams and mclaren have for the last few seasons there's going to be a consequence and now unfortunately unfortunately they've reached that point so he's basically saying like it doesn't matter what your history is in f1 the sport is that brutal that if you don't keep up with the times this is going to happen necessarily. And I think personally, it's good for the sport. Um, I think it's a, this, this will happen. And as much as we might not want to see it, um, you know, Ferrari has an entire company behind them uh, of supercars that helps finance the, the, you know, could help finance things. If things really got turbulent, Ferrari's definitely not in a bad financial place. Um, same with Mercedes, same with, uh, McLaren. Well, McLaren's also on the ropes too. And they've had to leverage their, their supercars business for formula one. Yeah. I think, I think McLaren's also made, I, I mean, I wouldn't say some bad decisions, but some, some, yeah, some, some big calls when they were at the height of their, you know, their game. And then when you lose that income coming in every year, it's hard to maintain that. I mean, that yeah. McLaren Center must have been fucking expensive to reimburse. Like that wasn't a cash purchase. So, uh, yeah, the thing is, like, I understand what Ross is saying, but also it, it takes away from the whole romantic side of F one, where like you know those teams in the in in the past could compete with you know a fraction of the budget. That's just no longer the case because F one's too big now. It's just too. You, it's such a technological and development race that no one can compete with the the top teams. So well, and, and- I, these new financial regulations though, I think are going to help that. I really do. I, I think having a cap for all teams does level the playing field. Right. Somewhat. Cause, yeah. Well, cause even Williams was, I mean the, the new budget caps I think are at 145 million. So if you think about that, Williams was operating on about that much money every year. So think about Mercedes having only that much money. I mean, Mercedes is insanely efficient. So I have no doubt that, you know, if they decide to stay in the sport, that they will maximize that. Um, but I think it does, does level the playing field. I get the romantic thing, but 
even, I mean, Ross Perani even then said, he was like, and I'll finish this quote. He was like, both teams have had poor performance, speaking about Williams and McLaren. McLaren have been winning championships and we're in the conditions they are in. You'd say there's something very wrong with F1. But in reality, McLaren have been pretty poor for the last few years. And F1 is brutal, as I say. There are no free rides. There are no free rides in F1. It's amazing. I love it. I think that's, I think it's, it's, it's the, the brutal truth of the sport. Yeah. And I think it's the brutal truth of pretty much every professional sport. If you look at them across the board now, it's just, it's, uh, you need, you need that money, man. Like, and it's, and it's good. I, I think it's a great idea to have those caps set in. Although, you know, there are, you know, there are a few ways to get around it. You know, the drivers aren't included in it. I think the top, two or three engineers are not included in it. So it's going to be hard for Williams to, you know, to snatch Adrian Newey or anyone, you know, like of the big guns. But um, yeah, I mean, Ross Braun is a smart guy and he's seen what the effects of huge budgets can do to teams as he was in Ferrari. So I think he he's going to do everything he can to make it more, you know, more of a pl- uh, level playing field. So yeah, let's, let's see. I just, I, I mean, part of me wants Williams to, continue i don't want to see it being bought out and being turned into like a new russian or whatever team nothing i mean nothing against russia but i just would miss you know <laughs> williams <laughs> it's the, they're gonna be the new marussia oh god yeah that ended well yeah real well oh man but, i honestly think you know what i th- well interesting enough so latifi's dad has a stake in mclaren i wonder what does yeah so i wonder like how does that play into this? Um, you know, does he pull a Papa Stroll and throw money at Williams? Because it would realistically, it would be sad to see the Williams name leave Formula One. Right. Although I did hear, I don't have the quote, uh, you know, in front of me, but I did hear uh, Zach Brown say that his investment is in no way conditional on them looking at his son as a potential driver he made it clear so but let's see as you're like you never i mean depends how many zeros are there and how much money i feel like i feel like stroll is going to be a big part of that aston martin project i mean i'm excited to see what happens with them too because that's gonna be cool Um, that's gonna be cool as fuck yeah i mean we uh, checo Perez is gonna be there for a little bit longer it seems i i i almost thought that ferrari might pull one uh pull a Checo and put like an experienced driver for a few years instead of going for science. So, you know, for once I want to give credit to Ferrari also for making the right call. They made the right call. Uh, you have to give credit where credit's due. And, and I think that was the right move for sure. And okay. So the, so Ferrari's, you know, Ferrari's turning, it's a, it's a new chapter. And like those two young drivers going to be really exciting. I think they're going to conquer back a lot of fans um, like me who went away from Ferrari for a while and uh, McLaren is just like continuing in this in this upward trend of performance, but also of kind of going away from the whole Ron Dennis austere like kind of asshole vibe that they had going on, and being a fun team that is performing, which I think is super exciting. Renault, we'll see what happens there. There's talk about Botas going there in case he gets kicked out of Mercedes. I don't buy it. I think Mercedes is super happy. Uh, unless Lewis pulls a, you know, I'm out of F1, you know, I'm done with this, but let's face it with the, the regulations in place, he can smell a couple more titles coming his way. So yeah, it seems like it's the end of the road for our, uh, our buddy Seb here. 
Um, I I don't know where he lands, man. I really don't. I, I unless Kimmy leaves Alpha, <laughs> Alpha is going to become the Ferrari graveyard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just like well, you know, you just kind of want to have a like a, an easy day at the office. Go fuck off to to Alpha. <laughs> Do we feel bad for Giovinazzi or not really? Nah. His name was never thrown into that conversation, wasn't it? He's not there, man. Like, the dude's not good enough to have that seat. And I, I shit on no. Ferrari, but, like, no, he doesn't deserve that seat. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying he he deserves to be an F1. I just I just found it, you know, I, I put myself into his position for a second. I said, wow, this must be terrible because no one mentioned his name. I saw Mick Schumacher's name being thrown out there and who's never raced an F1, but Giovinazzi's name was never really considered. No, there's no need to. Uh, yeah, I remember you said something about having. You know, do you think you know in a, in our text thread, our uh, banter thread, you know, does Gio Vinazzi does Gio Vinazzi get the seat? Yeah, well, you know, I was bless you. I was I was going on the you know the old Ferrari way, which is you know making terrible calls, and they would have done that, but it seems like the new management in place is uh, a little smarter. So yeah, fair yeah. play to them. Yeah, bravo, bravo, Ferrari! Bravo. You, gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta win. Finally, I never, we'll I never, I never thought we'd mention that on the stand, but <laughs> 20, 20 is proving that man, nothing is, nothing is for for certain anymore. Nothing. I, I this was a, it was fun actually. I'm really happy that we got that because we all were just desperate for races, and when Seb came out with that news, it was like. Thank God, there's something to talk about in regards to Formula One because I was, you know, I was keeping busy, but I was definitely missing uh, missing sports. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I got away from F1 for, and it was a nice break, uh, and I kind of started thinking, do I need to be this obsessed with F1 every day, being away from it? And then when that happened, it just came back. All well, of a sudden, I'll say so yes. Yeah. yeah, like with with everything that's going on in the world right now, I think, um, you know, I've heard arguments that well, sports sports are irrelevant in moments like these, and and I disagree with that because look at look at what's happened with, you know, obviously with Colin Kaepernick in the NFL, and then now we saw what happened uh, this week with the the Premier League matches. You've got all the players of Black Lives Matter on their on their backs, like sports play an incredible role in our lives. And I think um, whether it's motorsport or it's football or it's American football or, you know, what have you, um, they bring people together in a really powerful way and athletes play an incredible role in our lives and our influences and how society evolves and et cetera, you know, in in this day and age. So I think it's super powerful. I think it brings people together. I think it's going to be great to have sport back. Um, It's, it's part of our humanity. And, um, you know, I, I can't wait, man. I just, God, I actually went, so I was in Indianapolis to, uh, about, was it a week and a half ago and was at the Indianapolis motor speedway. And it's just so eerie to be there with no people in the stands, literally like maybe two or three other humans and they're getting ready for the 4th of July grand prix there. Um, but they're going to do it with no fans, but, you still, you know, being at a track like that, it just, 
I, it just got me so excited to get, get motorsport back. Yeah. It's funny. It's funny seeing those photos. It, it, it gets you, it gets you revved up. It's like seeing that, uh, that Ferrari, uh, little, uh, commercial i don't know what how to call it with the gilles lelouch who made that video in monaco i haven't, I haven't watched it yet because you guys told me not to you I, mean, I think you should watch it because we need to talk about it so i'm going to let you watch it and then i'm going to give you my opinion on it but yeah just anything that kind of touches upon motorsports now it gets us excited so that's great and i'm looking forward to uh i'm looking forward to getting into the season and uh, we'll talk about that on our next uh episode which would be kind of like round two of uh 2020 preseason yeah man we're gonna have to do our predictions again and this time they're gonna be in austria which you know austria australia you know you could mix the two up you know it's kind of the same <laughs> not at all back to back uh well all right in terms of uh in terms of these new driver lineups uh we'll have to wait a little longer but for racing in 2020 that's coming up real soon so our next episode, we'll get deeper into that. Uh, I know what you're going to say, Knowles, is that Lewis Hamilton's going to win every single race. But um, let's What's see. Dude, shut the fuck up. Don't let's me. see. Let's see if you could <laughs> actually compete in the stand championship this year. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You're getting real cocky there, my friend. Uh, you won by one point last year. So let's not let's not get uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Hey, tell 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 that to Massa what one point means in a life. It's a difference between a, a good driver and a great driver. Wow. That's all I'm going to say. Wow, dude. You really, all right. You know what? I'm bringing it this year. All right. Bring it. Bring it, boy. Make sure uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and here on our podcast. Uh, so we, at, s- yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Okay. I thought you weren't going to say it. Go for it. Go for it. We are at the grandstand. And bringing you the banter from the grandstand back into F1. That's sorry, the goal sorry. here. It's at the grandstand F1. So they make sure you follow the right account. Good one, Knowles. <laughs> uh, so let's let's say that again. So it's at the grandstand F1 on Instagram, on Twitter, and what's the last one? Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's and you can uh, and you can listen to all our old podcasts, even round one of preseason. Uh, episodes on any platform that you get your podcast on because that's how you say it now. See you on the next one. Later.